0: Nerds.
1: nerds nerds
0: nerds i'm not kissing a nerd what is a
2: nerd nerds! all right welcome to nerdables episode 56 and since today is my birthday i want to talk about star wars so that doesn't mean every day is your birthday because we just always yes we always talk about Star Wars. Yes, that's my favorite topic to talk about. So, joining me this week are Chris, Ethan, Mikey, and all the way from Las Vegas. Joining us for the first time is Ryan Brutney. From fabulous
1: Las Vegas.
2: The the king nerd in Las Vegas. Is it official yet or not? I know you've been uh, trying to work on that for a while.
0: Yeah, no, There's a lot of nerds out here. Um, yeah, it's, I'd say that I'm definitely like a duke. No, but it's good to be on the show. I've been wanting to come on the show for a while, so thanks for having
2: me. Yeah, I've been trying to get you for a while now. Since we've been what a year now doing this, and we, you and I talked about doing this like two years ago or something. So yeah, yeah, Comic
0: Con two years ago. Yeah,
2: so um, you're doing the whole um, art scene there in Las Vegas. Um, you got the that, whole art scene. The it's whole art him? scene. It's the all. Whole ar- he, There's it's, not a single other artist in no, Vegas. No, it's him <laughs> and nerd uh, and NinjaBot. <clears throat> And he knows the guys so from Ninja Bot. The whole, that's not the whole It's one. just the two of them. Wow. Just the two of them. Him and Arneal are the only ones there in, in Las Vegas. Yeah,
0: two of us. You and I. It's like an Eminem song. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, there's a really good art scene here in Vegas. Uh, there's you know, Ninja Bot. There's Juan. There's uh, Albert, Spencer. There's a lot of good people down here. I think that uh, that's probably the uh, coolest thing about downtown Vegas right now is just how – flourishing it is i mean it's not comparable to la yet but we're getting there
2: <laughs> right because you know the la art scene is just like where it's happening <laughs>
0: it's that's the hub right
2: right it's that you know all art comes from <laughs> la all right so star wars there's been a lot of rumors coming through episode seven now wait there's an episode seven there is it's it's Are just, they making a new movie yeah did you not JJ, why do i not know about this i Nobody know you told me this. see and you claim to be the the, yeah. the biggest Star Wars, you know, fan boy. Yep. Yeah, apparently I'm not because I didn't know episode seven existed. <laughs> um Yeah, so JJ J. Abrams is directing it in case anyone out there on the planet No, no, he's doing Star Trek three. Nah. Anyone on the planet doesn't know this. Um Ryan, what do you think of the new supposedly Stormtrooper outfit or costume? Did you see it yet?
0: Oh yeah, yeah, I love it. It's very uh it's very Ridley Scott to me, like looking at it, you're like, this could be a Ridley Scott movie, and it's very indicative of what should have happened after Return of the Jedi, as as far as stylistic wise, and I think it's going to be really, really good. And having JJ on board is the best move because George Lucas had no idea what to do with the Star Wars franchise anymore.
2: Right. Well, unlike you know some of the other things that um, have been coming out, the JJ is kind of um Said whether or not it's a rumor or a fact. They haven't really said anything about the Stormtrooper costume, but the 501st is telling everybody to go out and start making the helmet and everything. How horrible would that be if it ended up not being (laughs) the Stormtrooper helmet and all these guys are making it?
0: (laughs) I don't think it'd be that bad. It's kind of like the prototypes, you know, like the Mm -hmm. Boba Fett prototype costume. I mean, that one's huge. It was just McQuarrie's original design. So I think it'd just be. A part of Star Wars history,
1: yeah.
2: No, I. I mean, I. It, it's growing on me. At first, when I first saw it, I didn't like it too much, but now I, I've. I'm growing into it, I guess. Um. I don't know. I, I. I. It's. I'm still trying to avoid all of the Star Wars rumors and whatnot, but it's getting harder and harder. <clears throat> so. I still find it funny that you guys are having a hard time staying
1: away from stuff that you don't want to know about. <laughs> because I have no difficulty whatsoever. Like, you guys are talking about the stormtrooper outfits, the this, that, that. And I'm like, I have not seen well, part any of, it, of
2: this. Part of it for me is it's because of Facebook. And there's a lot of sites that, because of work, I still have to, not have to, but it's in my best interest in work to follow because they follow pop culture news, they follow comic news, mm-hmm. and that sort of thing. These are the same sites that then grab the stuff from Latino Review or IGN. Or these guys who are showing all this early stuff. And it's not, hey, click on the link to see this if you want to. It's here's the picture on your feed. So I either have to scroll through as fast as possible and miss the stuff that I'm actually looking for. And it's not – in my case, it's not being able to get rid of a lot of these because it is stuff that I need to know for work based off of what (sighs) we're going to order, what we think is going to be hot, what Mm -hmm. people are coming in to look for, that sort of thing. So – It's not like I can just take the Nerdist off my feed because the Nerdist helps drive traffic into the world that my job is a part of. So that's where I can't seem to really avoid this as Mm. much as I want to. Now, I can't say – the Nerdist has gotten better because there was a point when the Nerdist was putting up – immediately putting up the pictures and then telling you to go to the link. Now they're telling you to go to the link without putting up the picture well the nurse they're, i think was the first one i saw the stormtrooper outfit on because they just carried the ign picture right on the below it. Mm-hmm. well see and that's the problem is like the sites like ign and even comic book resources and all them they're putting it right up there where you can't avoid it and you know in either you stop going to facebook stop going to twitter don't pick up entertainment weekly you know any of these things it's because they're the ones that are putting it out there
1: that's your answer right there just stop just just <laughs> go off the map
2: Go into a, a bubble. Go, go live like you know, a hermit in the woods until episode seven comes out. Exactly.
1: There you go.
0: That's the solution. I mean, but here's the truth of it, though. JJ is such a master of uh, tease that, like, who knows what's actually real at this point? I mean, just based on his uh, viral marketing campaigns for Cloverfield and for uh, – uh, dist- uh, what was the other one he did? For Lost. He did a bunch of stuff for Lost, too. I mean, who knows what's real at this point? Like, he's so great – at releasing just a little bit, and then saying, "Psych, that wasn't real. This is actually what's happening." So with JJ, you really honestly just don't even know what is going to happen
2: when it opens. We find out that Mark Hamill, Harrison Ford, and Carrie Fisher are not in the film at all. Yeah, they're all <laughs>
0: ghosts, like Bill Murray and Ghostbusters Three. Well, I think it's
2: funny because um, we were talking about Star Wars back uh, on for their May Fourth um, episode, and we had mentioned Chris had mentioned you know it's something like you know um, we're going to find out Harrison Ford dies in the first. Episode or in episode seven or something. I said that you would, you, we would know by the end of the year what happens to Han Solo in episode seven. It'll be revealed to you whether he lives or dies by by December thirty first of this year. Yeah, I really, but I can see that happening. I, I think I think we will know. We'll have very close to confirmation. Good sources, yada yada yada, that the script features Han Solo dying, or hey guys, don't worry, Han Solo makes it to the end because there's already people that want to know. Right. fact, people it works like I want to know, I don't I don't want to go I don't want to go into the movie knowing that Han's going to die. So I need to know if he's going to live. I'm like, well that just <laughs> I don't like, want to see the, the movie. What's the point? Exactly. The funny thing was yeah, that when I was wait, standing in line wait. at Comic-Con, there was people, there was a couple guys talking about, "Hey, did you hear Han Solo dies in the in episode 7, it's like right in the beginning of it." Yeah, okay, I'm like, put it out there. <laughs> I'm like, thanks well, Chris. You, like, if we, if we put it on Facebook, <laughs> we could put it on Facebook that InSync's going to be Jedi's in it again and someone will start carrying it really soon. Yeah. No, I mean, here. Here's the thing. You're right, Ryan. About JJ puts things out there and and doesn't, you know, put other things out there. I think that there, some of the stuff that's been leaking, you know, almost has the studio's consent. Like the stormtrooper armor, the the pictures of Han Solo's costume. I think the stuff that wasn't supposed to leak was the, the foot. You know, the original. when TMC had up all those pictures of uh, the Millennium Falcon and the X-Wing and everything. Yeah, they would have revealed the Millennium Falcon when they had the picture of the Prime Minister show up on right. their website. <laughs> and the cockpit's right in the background of that shot. But, yeah, one of the bad things is, and we've talked about this on the show before, is that even going to, like, the 501st stuff, and, you know, I, I'm I get all the emails and everything, and I'm with the R2 Builders, they want to know. Everybody wants to know you know, everything now. They don't want to wait till the movie. And I'm just like, I don't understand that. Why not? I think a lot of that is that fear of being disappointed. So you want to know now. The Han Solo dying. I want to know now whether he makes it or not. Because I don't want to be disappointed if he dies. Or I don't want to be disappointed if he lives. I don't want to be disappointed in Luke Skywalker's role. I don't want to be disappointed that there's no X-Wing in it. I do not want to be disappointed if there's no – so they want to know everything now because they're afraid of going to a film and being disappointed in it. Would like you have worn it? With, no. I don't – look. This kind would, of defeats the person. I would have been seen. disappointed oh. if they said, hey, Zack Snyder is going to be the director. Right. They told me that J.J. Abrams is the director. John Williams is doing the score. The producers are people that I trust. I was fine there. I'm willing to go – to, and also, I wasn't the person that absolutely hated the prequels. I understood why they made a lot of the choices they made. Mm-hmm. Money. And so I take – well, it's money and it's also – we, <laughs> we talked about this on, on an earlier one. He's damned if you do, damned if you don't. If he makes the same three films, everyone goes, why would you just make the same three films? Right. So he made three completely different films in terms of scope, in terms of tone, in terms of story, and everyone teaches <clears> <throat> that they're three different films. Why didn't you just make the same three films? Well, no, that's no because he, he did, turned
0: a Western into an action-adventure.
2: Well, he turned so, it into a political thriller too. I mean it's, yeah, there's a very exactly political right. aspect to those first three films. I think he made the choice to do something that was completely different—not completely different, but was totally different, right? Because he didn't want to make the same three films. Do you? I just think
0: George Lucas is so. I think he's just so apart from everything, and the fact that he's like Star Star Wars for him is just—it's a burden. You know, and so I don't think he he knew how to make another. Star I never Wars thought film. he I
2: felt be, it as a he's burden, spent but he some years
0: just thinking about it. That he's like at this point, he's like, I, i am God, I want to do whatever I want, and so like I, I, I don't know. I think it's it's a cursing, for, it's a curse for him.
2: The 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 only decision that I disagree with, that I, I wish he had gone with, is that he had more people collaborate with him for those three films. Right, yeah, so I, that's what
0: made the first trilogy so he
2: great. He decided to make his own, and I'm one of those people. Like, it's his prerogative. He owns it. It's up to him. You know, fandom owns the fandom for it, but that idea that we own the films or that sort of thing or we own this franchise is completely... When you have something you've created, uh, you know, that you, you've you envisioned it, you, you imagined it, and then you put it to paper and pen, and you've seen it being created, you don't really want to get a lot of, you know, you don't like it when a lot of people come in and start saying, oh, you need to do this or do that. You want it to be your own. You sure. know, but you don't. You also know. You also have the hindsight to know, or the foresight to know, that you need to get other people's opinions because you may be missing something. And I think that's what happened with the with the, the prequels is that when you don't have another writer, you don't have an editor or somebody come in other than yourself. Well, he has collaborative efforts in it, but yes, he has the final call. He always have the final. Call. I'm talking. About, final. I'm talking about more of the script wise. You know, but he had final call for everything. Even in the first ones. I mean, yes, someone else wrote the script to to Empire and Jedi, but he had final say as to what it was. The director – they had two different directors, but he still had final say to whatever it was. Yeah. Um, Well,
0: I I mean I think that – I mean this is all pure speculation because I don't know the man, but when he first did – when he did the first three – he was just a college you know he was a college kid writing the first script and he wasn't you know there's an aspect of being an artist but not being so sure of yourself and so i think that he pulled a lot of people in because he was getting a, he's a smart man george lucas is a genius and so he knew exactly what he was doing he's pulling in everybody that would do an amazing job on his film and so he the first trilogy is i think is is a beautiful combination of everyone's insight and you're exactly right you know uh, uh, Kazan wrote the script for Empire, and it stands to to this day as the best Star Wars, but I think that years pass, and there's, you know, so much happens in in 30 years, and you go back to writing this series that started your career, and you realize that you are a much different person, and you start writing these scripts, and you you do have final say, and all, all of a sudden now you are the only person looking at everything and you get the prequels and it's just, I mean, it's hard to say because nobody knows the guy, but he is the person that gave us star Wars. So when it comes down to it, I don't know, I don't remember who said it, but he, he is the purveyor of star Wars. And so that's what it comes down to with prequels. I mean, I'm kind of talking in a circle here, but I mean, I'm just excited about the next generation and what Disney's going to do with the films. I mean, seeing what they did with Marvel, they can do no wrong. And so here we are at the next generation, and I'm excited about it. It's it's hard to get excited about Star Wars because the fans are, you know, us fans are so livid about the prequels. But it's it's nice to be in a time where everyone is excited about it again, and I and I think that's what it comes down to.
2: Well, geek culture in general has gotten to the point now where we dislike something until it's been proven that we like, you know, that we like it. We go into most no, movies no, no. We thinking we're going to something be dis- that Other people like. That's the other thing. Yes, we're not. We can't be the ones that like what other people like, so right. we have to be really cynical about everything because we don't want to be the ones that are just look, like, I'm, I'm gonna say. I, I love Star Wars. I love the first three films. I like the prequels a hell of a lot more than almost everyone I know, and I don't have any shame in that. Right. It's just, but there's so few people that are willing to admit whether they like some. There's, there's when Return of the Jedi did its 30th anniversary or 35th or whatever mm-hmm. a couple of years ago, there was those great things of those videos of having like celebrities go. You know what? I love Ewoks. Yeah, I'm tired of people bashing on Ewoks. I love Ewoks; they're freaking awesome, you know, or, or stuff like that. Jedi. My biggest complaint with Jedi was Richard Marquand being a director because I thought the the saber battle between Vader and Skywalker could have been directed a lot better. But yeah, you know, little pieces like that. But as a uh, as a whole, it's still fantastic. So it's it's. I think people are excited, but I think it's gotten past that original excitement and now I'm starting to hear more and more people going, I'm just waiting for them to, to F this up. Right. I'm just waiting until it comes out, and it's going to be terrible. I'm just waiting for them to screw it up. Oh, they're going to screw it up. I mean, even the idea of having people really excited to have the, the three original actors in it and these ships and stuff like that has turned into what something I said when we first started talking about it is that, well, are we going to get two hours of fan service? Are we just going to get all callbacks to those first three films And the story that we're supposed to follow doesn't really happen until episode eight, right? You know, so there's there's already that sort of change in the idea of being excited for the film. I just I'm I'm gonna see what it is in. I mean, I hope it's really good. Isn't there anybody that's just excited that Star Wars is going to be back on the screen with a new movie? Yeah, JJ Abrams. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) since Return of the Jedi ended, I wanted episode 7. You know, I've been waiting for this movie since I was, you know, since 1980 what, 2, 3? Three? 3. Yeah. You know, little did I know that Lucas's plan all along didn't include doing episode 7 until 2004 at the earliest. So, you know, which is cool cuz now we're right on track with it. So, I I'm I'm you know, still the little kid that was excited that you know, Star Wars came out the first time that the prequels came out. Yeah, I was disappointed with the prequels. But, you know, you can't – if you're going to be a fan of something, you you have to take the good with the bad. I don't think that's true. Yeah. You don't think so? No. If you're a fan of something, you're a fan. Now, look, if you're a fan and you hate all of it, you're not a fan. Correct. That's There's a difference. If When you're sitting there and you're saying, I'm a big Star Wars fan and I hate episode one through three, you're not a Star Wars fan. Right. You're a fan of those first three films. If you're a fan, you go, I've only seen the first three films. are the only things I like. I didn't read any comics. I didn't collect any toys. You're not a Star Wars fan as much as you're a fan of those three films. I don't think you have to take the good with the bad. Mm-hmm. You understand that the bad is there, but there's being a fan and just being having blinders on, no. You can be a fan and still have pieces of it that you don't like. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see the special <laughs> re-release Blu-ray Super Edition George Lucas. That's you want something George Lucas ruined. There you go, of Jedi. <laughs> Jedi with a no. Yeah, it's oh god, I hate that. But it doesn't. But that's make, only because that, make, that I'm moment. Not fan. I'm not going to sit there and go, well, I have to accept this because I'm a fan. Right. There's ninety percent of what's out there. I've read three quarters of the books mm-hmm. and enjoyed almost all of them. I've read almost every single comic that's existed since since Dark Horse took over and enjoyed most of them. You know, there' there's stuff that I absolutely love. I've read the Rogue Squadron book series twice. All I've right. read Timothy Zahn's stuff three times. I've read uh, 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 Michael Stackpole's I Jedi a, a couple of times, twice. I'm reading the new books now. There, there's stuff that I really enjoy, and there's enough that I'm I'm not sitting there just disappointed in every single thing that's ever come out. I think the idea, as as again, as a fan, you don't own it. There's also as a fan, you don't have to be slavishly. You know, if I sat there and said I don't like Episode One, right? Oh, you're not a fan. Well, that's what about what, that's that's there, there's nothing there. And this question goes out to everybody. What about the fans that you know since the prequels, the cartoons, and everything? Oh, I can't stand the prequels. Oh, the cartoon was just horrible. I just you know I just I can't wait to go back to what Star Wars originally was. You know what J.J. J. Abrams keeps talking about? We're going to go back to the way Star Wars really was. You know. George Lucas ruined my childhood by doing the prequels you and everything. You can't go back to what it was. It's yeah, boring, it's it It's forty years ago. You can't go back. Well, it's even George Lucas, same, when he wrote the prequels, said – It's not sad. the same world. Right. It's not the same thing. You're never going to get – this is what I said with episode one. You're never going to have that experience of first walking into Star Wars. Correct. My experience with it, like I remember Star Wars vaguely. I remember more talking about Star Wars when I, when I got out, talking to my, my dad about it, stuff like that. I'm never going to have the experience of going to Empire being the first memory that I have of all four of my family members going to a single film at the same time. Right. It just doesn't exist. And Star Wars is wrapped up in that sort of thing. This is new experiences. There's new things for it. The new experience for me, reading the Legacy book series, um, and I found it absolutely fantastic. An amazing, different type of story, but steeped in Star Wars. But also, you want a political thriller? There. You want a government conspiracy thriller? There. You want something that is talking about That uses it as an allegory for what's happening in this country at the time with the Patriot Act, it's there. It's all there. Right. But it's a different experience, but it's still wonderful. The point of Star Wars is that it's not just a film. It's not just this is what happens to these three characters over the course of 90 minutes and then that's it. Mm -hmm. Lucas built something that ended up being a gigantic sandbox that thousands of people – have come in and built castles. Right. And built, you know, built little castles and big castles and little pieces over here and you've had humor that's ass- that's associated with it. You've had you know, uh, what if stories, you've had art, you've had song, you've had, I mean, there's just so many pieces that are attached to this sort of thing. That's what Star Wars is now. Star Wars is this gigantic universe. It's exactly what they say it is. Not just a universe in that this fictional universe is there, right. but it's a universe that allows a whole bunch of people to play around in it, and sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't for some people. But th- there's a fan of everything, you know. There's nothing like universally derided in Star Wars. Correct. Now, I mean, <laughs> Star Wars is. If, if you think about it, of all the films that are out there, you know, classic films, things like that. Can you think of one other film that has touched? Not only so many different people, but so many generations, and continues to touch them. And you know, well, it's not a film, but if you're talking about a franchise, it's Star Trek. Star <coughs> yeah. Trek's doing the same thing. Yeah, it's it's at a different scale because it started off on a different scale, and then there's a different thing. But do you different. think Star Trek would be as big as it is now if it was for Star Wars, or do you think vice, vice versa? Uh, well, they only made Star Trek the motion picture because of Star Wars, so no. Right, because the show got canceled after The show like, got canceled, and then when Star Wars came out, everyone at, at Paramount and, and it was like, uh, we maybe need we to do should, maybe
1: we should do a movie. Yeah.
2: Yeah, let's do a movie. All right, cool. Yeah, let's do it. Let's go for it. Let's make a movie. So, no, but you have some, there are franchises now that mean these types of things to a lot of different people, and they're not afraid to show it. You have Star Trek, you have to a smaller degree, you have Doctor Who. You have people who are huge Battlestar Galactica fans. Yeah. You want to talk about rebooting a franchise? There you go. Just throw Firefly. everything out and yeah. redo it. Yeah, I was going to say Firefly. You know, now Guardians, things like that. Yeah, I mean, all of these things are. Uh, you know, I mean, Joss Wheaton has said, you know, he owes his career and everything to Star Wars. You know, if it and even JJ to a degree has and said the same thing, and his parents. <laughs> but I mean, so for fans to say george lucas ruined their childhood because of these new movies
0: but i think that's the problem though is that that we saw these movies as kids we fell in love with star wars as kids and then george lucas makes the prequels for kids of a new generation and then us adults get mad at him for that when really he's still making these movies for the same but
2: once you get past episode one do you really think episode two and three are kids films
0: I don't think three was. I think three was for the fans, but I think one and two were. I think one definitely was. Well, and two, I think that, that affected his writing for the, the next one. Although well, the
2: dialogue's totally the, the dialogue's terrible. But the dialogue worse. Two isn't a kid's film either. I mean, it's George Lucas can never ruin your childhood. he you can never take it away from you. Right. He can't take away right. that Star Wars is the first comic book I ever read. Right. Number five is the first thing I ever remember reading as a comic book. You can't take that away. It's not it's just it's an evolving sort of thing. And look, if you're not gonna accept it then Get to work on building a time machine and go live in 1977 and never come back. <laughs> well, Lucas said when he wrote, sat down to write the prequels that having kids of his own changed how he viewed the universe and way he, you know, even movie making in general. How he wanted to, to appeal to something that his kids could go watch, and he didn't necessarily feel that the original trilogy was something that, you know, kids can, you know, a young kid could sit down and watch. Not because of the violence or anything like that, because of the storytelling, not necessarily understanding or having something that's very relatable. But the first three films are so much more kid-friendly than episode two or three are. Oh, especially three, without a doubt. Well, even two. Two has a lot of – it has a lot of – there's a lot of deep relationships in it. There's a lot of things going on. There's a lot of stuff that you have to deal with from an emotional level. Whether you think that's portrayed correctly or not because of the lack of acting, the lack of writing, whatever, that's different than what the storyline attempted is not a kid's film. Right. It's not a kid's film where you have your main character slaughter a whole bunch of kids and then complain about it to the girl he's trying to have. (laughs) That doesn't happen in in Bambi. It's just not going to, you know. (laughs) It it doesn't? That's that's not the one you should have watched. Wait a second. You watched the wrong one. It's not? uh... I mean, it's not – it's not – designated as a kid's film yes the first one he made choices to make it into a more kid-friendly film right what did he get rid of in two and three jar jar all of the stuff that he made to make episode one a kid's film yes especially jar jar he saw the he saw the reaction to it and he not only scales jar jar back but the whole thing is jar jar's fault yes he's like here you go guys guess what you know how the galaxy got screwed up jar jar there you go. So, now so, you have a reason to hate. You Jar-Jar. have a reason to hate him. It's like it's hmm. not that he's stupid. It's not only that he's stupid, but he's like, oh, what's you want what what's the em- okay whatever yeah you can be emperor and i'll make you an army and whatever you want i still like your theory that Jar Jar's the actual phantom <laughs> menace <laughs> when we get to episode 10 man that's gonna be awesome <laughs> jar jar because you Let know it's revealed jar jar was the one who manipulated all of it <laughs> he's the ultimate sith well you know they they said that there was one of the rumors that they want to put the emperor in you know or an emperor in 789 oh, yeah. i say you bring it as jar jar as the emperor <laughs> Can you imagine that reveal at the end of Seven? You have the, the robed figure that you can't see the face. You pull it off and the ears flop out. <laughs> uh. Misa gonna kill you. <laughs> just chlorians, Just <laughs> giving form. <laughs> he Misa, mean... Misa, strong with the dark side. Jar Jar's the one who created the midichlorians. <laughs> no, he created the myth of the midichlorians just to screw people up. <laughs> Do you think that there might be any retconning that could happen? did <laughs> <laughs> you know all the stuff we didn't want to talk about gone well i mean they've already mentioned how many times has chlorion's been mentioned in an official canon piece since then zero exactly i think clone wars mentioned it once i don't or twice. think i think they didn't even do that didn't they say that this stupid uh the obi-wan and and anakin go to to the, the lord the of the rings one The trio one don't didn't they say that part of that was to try to re-explain how the force Uh, yeah kind of and then they did it again with the 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 last episode I still gotta watch that last episode it's sitting in that queue I haven't watched it yet the what's Um, the the Yoda arc yeah the the missing Yoda arc yeah Yeah. so it was like re-explaining not re-explaining but sort of like sort of trying to redefine. What the Force was and going back to its roots and all that stuff. Kind of, don't yeah. Make, there, there was a little bit of don't that. Don't think the yeah. idea that the Force is insects that live in your body. <laughs> <laughs> I think everybody kind of went, what? Oh, that there was, was, a, there that was, like... was the moment. For all the stuff in episode one, I took Jar Jar okay. I took Anakin, you know, are you an angel from faith Because it's cold in here and all that crap. That's fine. <laughs> That's when the worst to... pickup line ever. <laughs> it, was it worked, great, didn't it? It, 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 <laughs> it worked. It got her... <laughs> To enter into a secret marriage with him that was illegal by his code, <laughs> of all of it, the midichlorians is the one. The first time I saw that, I'm like, "Wait, what? <laughs> what the hell just happened?" Because it, it really was. It's like you explained it originally as this mystic sort of energy. Great. Y- and the the original like, explanation was. It's perfect. almost like he looked at it going, "Wow, this is dumb." Uh, <laughs> I know. They're 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 insects. Nope, they're parasites bacteria creates the force. Wait, it just- it's too religious the first time. Let me go back and try to make this where, you know, evolutionists will like it. Oh. oh. <laughs> that ruined my childhood. I can never watch Star Wars again. When Obi-Wan tries to explain it to Luke, I'm just like, nope. Sorry, Obi-Wan. It's bugs, click. You knew this, Obi-Wan. <laughs> uh, is there things he that He just had- lied about everything. <laughs> 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 Obi cer- is such a liar. It's only from a certain point of view. And yet <laughs> he's talking about absolutes in episode 3. Right? <laughs> um I was just going to say was there anything that from the prequels that really took you out of, you know, like there's things that happen like obviously you know that Anakin Skywalker's Darth Vader so the is yes? mo- <laughs> the moment in Why M- he like- Tell me these things. <laughs> the moment in episode. <laughs> <alert. laughs> <laughs> remember in episode one where they when they first revealed it and they tried to keep it a secret that emperor palpatine was the emperor and yeah it was like west end games did that like 20 years ago dude we all know who it is oh, senator yeah. palpatine is not the emperor wait well, maybe but, he is wait he's sort of so there's another palpatine exactly it's like wait no this is you guys already talked about this <sighs> We know who the Phantom Menace is. It's okay. Well, is there anything else other than, you know, the obvious two, Anakin's Darth Vader, Obi-Wan lies a lot, um, that the prequels kind of took away from the original trilogy? I don't know if there's anything that takes away from it. Yeah, I mean... The Midichlorians is the only thing that... uh, The Midichlorians was the only thing in explanation that I had, like, a problem with. I knew... One of the problems with doing the prequels for the whole time was it was going to be very difficult to find a reason to turn Anakin. Yes. You can't make Anakin into your hero for two and a half movies and then all of a sudden try to figure out how you're going to turn him to the dark side. I thought they did a fairly decent job. If you read the Legacy book series, what they do with uh, uh, Han Solo's son with Jason. Right. It's, they have a lot more time. I mean, if you were to film that, it would be 20 films. But Jason... His path to the dark side is very organic in my eyes because he's someone that looks at that that type of power and says, there's no light side, there's no dark side. There's just a force. And mm-hmm. it's how you use it that makes you a light side user or a dark side user. There aren't things that only dark side users can use. There aren't things that only light side users right. can use. Right. So as long as I'm smart enough and as long as I'm noble enough and as long as I'm doing it for the right reasons, I can use the force – to force everybody to do exactly what I want, which right. is what and they tried to do with Anakin. It just there's not a lot of space to get that into his conversation with with Padme when they're running around with those little fat pig like things out in the field <laughs> was the start of it. But even then, it's such a, it, it's a much more difficult conversation. As look, if you have the right people in power, then you can give those people all the power. Right, but you. And she says, you can't, because once you give them the power, they don't become the right people anymore. It's a much more complex issue, which, again, not a kid's film. Right. It's a much more complex issue that he tried to use to the point where Anakin would switch and say, look, as long as, as, long as Chancellor Palpatine is a good person, as long as I'm a good person, then we can kind of do whatever we want, which makes you into a bad person. So there's a lot of that sort of thing there – that is very hard to explain, and so when you just get to the point of, oh, it's because he's going to teach you how to save Padme because you saw her die in childbirth, you're going to kill the guy who, you know, found the snakes on the plane and throw him out a window. <laughs> <laughs> and, all the, and all the Padawans. Okay, do you think they should have left the scene in episode one where Anakin beats up young Greedo? Because it, that scene was put in there originally to show Anakin's,
1: you know, he, he okay, has that. It,
2: it makes Qui Gon even stupider. Really? It's like, dude, really? You're bringing the kid? Come on, he's already has anger issues. Just leave him there. But for the audience, you would I mean, already see that there if, was. What, what if Qui Gon leaves and leaves him right there? <laughs> <laughs> Everything in the galaxy turns out okay. <laughs> Anybody believe the theory that um, that Palpatine was actually the father of Anakin? No. That he was the one who, Anakin is Jesus. Hello.
1: <laughs> well, that's the thing. His mother was impregnated with Medichlorians. Exactly. And That's what. That's was, how was he? Yeah.
2: She was. She was. She got a rather large infection. And <laughs> 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 See, I, I, I had just as much problem with. Well, I guess that's all part of the Medichlorian. You know, the the miraculous birth was kind of to me a little much for the Star Wars universe. <clears throat> you know, I mean, I, I would have preferred that. I think some of that was an attempt to stop telling stories backwards because if you have if you have Anakin's father, well who's Anakin's father? Right. What's his story? What what happened to him? Why did he have sex with a slave in Tatooine? You know, and then you just keep going backwards. Who's Anakin's grand grandfather? Who's Anakin's great-great-grandfather? I I think that might have been the choice of I kind of want to stop this right here. Anakin is the beginning of this. Right. He's listed as the chosen one even though he's not. Prophecy we read wrong. Yes. <laughs> We're up here. We're on the light side. Yeah, let's bring balance. Oh, wait. Well, if we balance, then we got it. oh, yeah, we did read this wrong. See, here's the thing. And I noticed this when I first watched episode three, and then it was proved right to me when I watched the missing episodes during the Clone Wars. Yoda knew all along what was going to happen. And it was his job not to stop it. You know, he, he had to let everything happen in order for there to be balance. He had to make the ultimate sacrifice and let it happen. But you don't want balance. If you're talking about balance between good and evil, you don't want balance. Balance is bad. You want a lot of good and not a lot of evil. If you balance sure. it, and you're like, oh, 50-50? That's the, that's the line, the prophecy we've read wrong? That's the line. That's the whole thing. Like, wait, balance is a bad idea. Right. You have to bring up the dark side to make the balance. We've lived with the light side for so long, and the Republic is going okay. It's a little corrupt, but it's not like they're out enslaving people. Right, It's not like they're building gigantic moons that will blow up a planet with a single shot. So everything's kind of okay. They don't even have a standing army. Right, You have the major government of three-quarters of the galaxy doesn't even have a standing army. You don't want balance. <laughs> Let's bring it to the point where we have to fight. Half the time we're here. The, the balance is bad. And that's what when the, that prophecy itself, when it's written, the way that they wrote it, I think was one of the problems. <laughs> they write it in episode one. He's going to bring balance to the force. What does that mean? It sounds good. It sounds really good. It sound, yeah, let's well, go like, for they it. They
1: could have looked into the future. They have their future visions and all that. Yeah, so they, they could have just... looked well past and said, okay, well, he will eventually. We know there's going to be hard times coming up. So, he Well, will. one of the
2: pieces that everyone kind of rewrote wrote around it was the idea that because of the the other influences and the fact that they were in the middle of a war and stuff like that, that the, the force itself was out of whack, and the council couldn't use it, quote-unquote, correctly. Right. So they weren't, the visions weren't there. It's Yoda is actually more powerful in Empire than he is anywhere in the prequels because his visions are completely different. Yes. You know, it takes him – he has to meditate just to hear – uh, Qui Gon's voice yelling at Anakin on a different planet, but he doesn't see it. He doesn't know exactly what happened. Right. You know, it seems to be that it's kind of a secret that only Chancellor Palpatine and. and uh, why did I almost call her Naomi Sunrider? Um, <laughs> you're going way back. Naomi Sunrider. Even know. you know, Naomi it seems like nobody Naomi else so. knows that, you know, Anakin walked into a camp and slaughtered everybody. Yeah. Yoda can figure it out. At least it doesn't seem to. Well, see, but that's just it. Yoda, I mean, and you find this out. But if Yoda the... knows, so Yoda, Yoda knowingly sacrifices thousands of innocent beings and the destruction of Alderaan because he's hoping that Luke Skywalker is going to be born at some point. No, because he already knows Luke Skywalker's born by the time Alderaan's destroyed. But that's what I'm saying. If he doesn't stop, Anakin here. Well, see, and I, and I don't want to say anything because you you have to you have to finish watching the the missing episodes of the Clone Wars to get to that. So point. basically, Ben and Yoda are really bad people. Yes. Okay, so they're the dark side, and we should be rooting for Palpatine. <laughs> well, I mean, if you look at it that from a certain point of view... Yeah, Timothy Zahn's point of view. No, because they got to the point where they knew, you know, if you're going to be truly a Jedi in the Force, you have to allow these things to happen in order for the ultimate... You have to m- commit the ultimate sacrifice in order to have... The balance or the, the force restored. A couple of billion people on a planet. <laughs> well, yeah. But obviously it didn't work because we already have episode 7. And I don't think it's going to be some idyllic utopian paradise. No. Where Luke Skywalker is the king of the universe and everybody just holds hands and sings kumbaya. There's a rumor. It's not? And no. I was going to ask you guys this. What do you guys think about the rumor of a possible Death Star in episode 7? That's <laughs> the ultimate weapon. The galaxy <laughs> gun. <laughs> Oh, God. (laughs) The (laughs) Darksaber? They've used that. I think there was someone that that looked that up. They've used some form of the Death Star slash super weapon Uh in something like 25% of major Star Wars stories. Because it's in – Because the Darksaber, that's all it was, was the ion cannon. Darksaber is the cannon. Right. Um, uh, In the original Marvel series, uh, issues 50 and 51, they build a new station called the Tarkin, Uh which is built around the cannon. The Galaxy Gun in Dark Empire three. Oh, oh, that was so bad. <laughs> you use the Death Star twice in the first trilogy. Yes. I mean it's they use that over and over again. If that's what they were to do, rather than it being like a person or something, like it it really should be the illegitimate children of Lando and Leia are the bad guys. <laughs> I mean that's that's what it needs to be, right? Well, they've used the Devastator twice. Because they used it in the Clone Wars, um, and then they used it in uh, what Dark Empire. What's the Devastator in the Clone Wars? It's in the, it's in the um, talking about the, the the ship with the single cannon on it. No, no, no. It's it, they first show it what in. Was that one? It was in um, Mace Windu went against it in. Um, oh, in the Tartikoski one? Yes, yes. They they, they borrowed that design. Right? Yes. The Devastator was interesting because it was a super weapon, but it was a little bit different with the way that right it it, it, it just. Yeah. Ryan, do you want the Death Star in episode seven? No, I never want to see the Death Star again. <laughs> Would you like to see the remnants of it? Like, you know, it's blown up. Oh yeah,
0: remnants, I yeah, totally, completely. Uh I just think it's, you know, it's time to see something else. Maybe the Darksaber or something. I don't know.
2: <laughs> Depends. The skeletal one that's in the Death the Star monster. three. <laughs> this time it's really going to yeah. work, guys. Death Star with backward vengeance. I was watching something. There's a point. Like, the Imperial Remnant has to sit there and go, hey, should we build a Death Star? No, this third, doesn't work. Third time's a charm. We fired it <laughs> once. <laughs> okay, so there's no exhaust ports. <laughs> yeah. We have no there's trenches. No, there's no shield generator. There's no exhaust ports. We're not bringing the Jedi onto our ship, onto our thing, just because the old man thinks, hey, let's turn this guy um we, we just don't have a any big ships ball to crash into it we don't want the tiniest fighter that the rebels have to be able to knock out a superstar destroyer just because one guy says ah the hell with it it's gonna crash into the bridge uh we're just <laughs> no let's see but no wonder the ewoks were able to take the empire down because <laughs> look at their you know look at the holes in their in their equipments what ewoks, i was going to say the ewoks have logs hello
1: that's all you need to take down exactly. a giant yeah, it, destroy, it, it, it was a great metaphor. Right
2: next to this bunker, where all of these Imperials are, they, they didn't notice these furry creatures <laughs> pulling these gigantic logs up into the trees, so that they can tie them off, so that they can get. If we can get this Walker right here, right on this spot. We can get those two logs to come in and just completely destroy it. Hey, Mythbusters <laughs> proved it can happen. Oh, no, it can happen. I just don't know how a bunch of teddy bears are able to lift those logs up there. They built a city in the trees. No, I, I think, I think uh, the medicine man is actually a Jedi, and he moved him with the Force. He just brought the logs. See, that's what train. I wanted to see. was In Episode 7, I want an Ewok Jedi. Oh, that would be fantastic. <laughs> um, okay, is there anything that you would like to see in the new trilogies that, you know... A good movie. <laughs> <laughs> no i mean that's a, that's i want i want a good solid movie and, and from someone who again doesn't hate the first three i'm confident that at the very least we're going to get a film that is fairly good right i trust JJ abrams i trust the team that he's put together so i, I i'm excited i i, I don't want to like just go everything it's still a year away <laughs> a year and a half away you don't so want to gobble gonna, like a I, turkey I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, That's what I do when I walk into the (laughs) theater. But, no, I just... I I think we're going to get a good film. Ryan? Uh,
0: I want to see one of the main characters die. I definitely want to see... And I don't want to see them come back. Like, I think it's time that one of them just dies. And it's very... Like, it's a turning point for the movie. Um, I want to see Adam Driver really come into his own. I think he's an amazing actor, and I can't wait to see what he does in Star Wars. Um, I also want to see... I mean, I know everything in the past isn't canon anymore, but I would love to see just something from one of the novels come into play. And specifically, I don't know what. And I don't want to see a lot of callbacks to the original trilogy like you mentioned earlier.
2: Oh, you're in I trouble for that first film, bro. <laughs> you're yeah. in trouble in that first film. Well, there, there's, been, there's been a lot of rumors of uh, flashbacks and things like that. Terrible you're, idea. I, I, putting flashbacks in a Star Wars film just to me is changing the formula. Well, I think you also yeah. have to set it where it is. Yeah. I mean you have to, if if you're not going to marry yourself to that time frame then there's no reason to do it. Then you might as well just do another film. You know basically you're admitting to yourself we want to go back and do a film between you know right after Jedi or between Empire and Jedi but we can't because everybody's old and fat. Right. So we can't make that film anymore so we're just not going to do it. We're just going to do flashbacks in this. I, I I don't think they will either. Cuz there's cause a there's also the rumor form. of you know of Ewan McGregor coming back as Obi-Wan. Terrible idea. If it's done as a they holocron, should, they should, well, they sh- no, they should really get Alec Guinness to do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, if, if it's that, what, if, what if it's done as a holocron instead of a flashback? They've never you, used a holocron in canon, a, a major film like yeah. that. I just if look if you're not going to have the flashback when um, uh, Palpatine is telling the story of killing his master, although he's not killing his story. Right. Then where else? You know, you don't use it at any point when Obi-Wan's telling anything because that was going to be the film. So everything that Obi-Wan talks about of what happened, that's what episode one through three are. Correct. When when he's telling him what his father's like. And I was like, no, actually your father was a pretty bad dude. Yeah. And then I chopped his arms off. (laughs) And legs. I chopped his legs off and I set him on fire. (laughs) I totally just. I picked up his lightsaber and I said, screw you, pal. I'm out of (laughs) here. But it's cool because
0: I've been watching you for 20 years. Yeah, and I know. I'm gonna I've leave t-
2: you alive and then not know whether you're Vader or not. Yeah, that's the story I want. Where he finds out it's Vader, Mikey. Um, you've read a lot of the books. Anything that you'd like to see come Slave over? Slave Leia now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Slave Leia 30 years later. <laughs> yep. uh, Nobody. We've been to either. enough conventions that we've seen that.
1: Have we seen seen
2: an elderly? <laughs> Yes. I think we have. <laughs> I, sure, I yeah. haven't seen an elderly. elderly, elderly. <laughs> There's got to be an elderly slave lay at one of the cons. <laughs> elderly slave. lay. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. I, I, I'm fine with just going to see the movie,
1: so I don't, <laughs> I don't really have any expectations. So, Star Wars. Yeah,
2: and as someone is lo- who loves the EU, I, I understand it being removed because you you can't tie yourself to another thirty years of history. I mean, they they've been EU stories since. Jedi closed, you know. Right. Get the yub yub song and then people jumped in. And well technically it's even been longer than that with the Marvel stuff and but, even, but even splinter but of the mind. If you're talking about there's been thirty years of people writing stories after Jedi. Correct. You can't assemble a crew of professional filmmakers and tell them, by the way, there are about eighty billion pages <laughs> you have to read <laughs> in the next two months before you start writing a script. So I completely understand that decision. And at this point, I don't want to see the kids. I don't want to see Mara Jade. I don't want them to bring any of that in because if you, if you bring some of it, then it's just going to be everyone. Well, if they use Mara Jade, then why didn't they use Talon Cardi? Well, where's this person? Well, where's this? Well, I want this. Where's Rogue Squadron? Where are the guys? It's just like it blows it up. Well, the also, of- do you want to see a 60-year-old Mara Jade? No, I just – I like the
1: EU in written format. I like the movie and the TV universe
2: – being its own entity. Yeah, and I think fans are smart enough to be able to separate it. It doesn't take away anything. I don't know. (laughs) Okay, Ethan's not smart enough to figure it out. (laughs) No, I'm I'm just saying. There's a lot of people... Well, what about... I I, I, I get that, but I think you sell... You're capitulating to a vocal minority if you're really saying we have to throw everything under the table and then never do it again because... One guy on the internet says, "I can't understand why you can't get all this together. I mean, even within the EU, it's not <laughs> even close." That was your internet person it's voice. On the internet, yeah, Star Wars. <laughs> I liked two minutes of Star Wars, and that's it. Everything else sucks. Ethan, anything that you want to see in man. it? Or do you can... <laughs> do you have anything to say? Have I you ever know, seen Star I Wars? Don't know I don't know if I can. <laughs> can you give us your one word for the week? <laughs> <laughs> And you know, it. not to curse on <laughs> it's not a curse word. So, anyways, <laughs> um,
1: love, if you can beep that
0: out; it's gonna sound like you said something really. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, boy.
1: What's your one word? <laughs> beep. Okay. Cool. Get, no, we should do Star
2: Wars sound effects. Yeah, laser in there.
1: What's I your don't. one word? <laughs> uh. Chewbacca bleeps everything for us. <laughs> he's been cursing the whole time. Which There's a whole
2: bunch agree. of curse words in the original trilogy. It's just all Chewbacca. Would you think that they would kill off Chewbacca or somebody? They already did, so why not? I yeah. I really think I personally I think they're gonna kill Han. I think it's, it's gonna it... on if anybody Yeah, Luke's Luke's gonna shoot him because he doesn't understand anything he's saying. <laughs>
1: like, oh, buddy, oh, Luke, was Luke was is too obvious. What are because you saying? <laughs> was a you were a Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that really hurt,
2: Luke. But see, Luke is too obvious because it's the it's the Ben it's the Qui Gon role. That's what well, he's playing I think, now. I, I I I think you'll see Luke as as a force in all three films. I th- I think Luke will be a character in all three. Films. Well, you have to. I mean, a the
0: entire one. saga is based around the sky. I mean, if they're gonna if
2: they're gonna go into the wild west if they're going to go into the frontier if they're going to do all the things that it kind of looks like they're doing focusing on a core cast it's going to be jedi versus jedi it's going to be sith versus sith it's going to be offspring versus offspring whatever you want to do right um, you know all the, the the kind of weird ideas that we've come up with which ryan i don't know if you've heard but my idea is as to why they they hired so many african-american actresses so quickly is because leia dumps han right after jedi and gets with lando <laughs> that's what all. The, all those actresses are are his children, uh, which is also why you don't see him. Han kills him. Oh, you got to tell Ryan your uh, your <laughs> teaser uh, trailer. <laughs> We've come up with what the trailer should just be I wanted, for the movie. I wanted the teaser to be it's just a white screen, and then they put up the the symbol, you know, whatever the the logo for Star Wars Episode Seven is, and they play the music, and then it gets real quiet, and enough for the fans, you know, do, and you just see Jar Jar come in from the side. And he's kind of looking at the screen like, ooh, <laughs> ooh. And then he picks up a, a copy of the script and he starts flipping through it. And then he yeah. looks up at the screen and goes, <laughs> "Misa so back! And then that's it. It just cuts from there. <laughs> December 18, <18th>, 2015. <laughs> <laughs> Episode 7, Jar Jar returns. <laughs> like, and they do like a bunch of them where he comes in and he, Like you see him again. He's looking through the script. Ooh. Misa jedi <laughs> and he turns on the saber and he's scared of it like oh like running around the screen like cutting the background and stuff like that with and that's saber. all you do for the and whole that's it. campaign it's just like it's just it was either that or jj just walks it you know just kind of like walks up to the screen like um you're gonna go see this and then that's it yeah done because like, really me? what do you need there's is anyone sitting there now, going in the theater, going, you know, I wasn't going to see Star Wars, but after that trailer, I think I'm going to go. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm interested. You know, my parents, 80 and 73 years old, they're going to go see this film. It's like, well, we saw the first six. Why not? Let's go see. They're not sitting there going, well, I've got to see what it looks like visually. Are there going to be any lights? I want to hear my it? friends say about exactly. it. <laughs> So, well, you know, Rich, can you go see the film first and tell me what it's like? Go what it's like? <laughs> I got to read the reviews from Ron, Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, you know what? Actually, yeah. saying that, there's probably people that are going to do like, I can't be disappointed again. I can't go <laughs> I and cry at the end of it. Mini Clarion suck. Oh. I can't do this again. Why Not for is another six years. Christensen film? like a board. I don't understand it. Um,
1: is what, his I mean, face always like
2: that? <laughs> <laughs> Why does he look like Andre Kopitar from the Los Angeles Kings? I don't understand. <laughs> Uh, what do you think of the um, the one off films that Disney's planning? I I don't like the idea simply because I don't want five films in five years. Yeah, I mean, I get with a TV series you can kind of get saturated with it, but a huge theatrical release every single year. Um, I definitely stay as far away from the new trilogy as possible. Yes, so that you're not in that same, same time frame. I mean, there's stories to tell, but it just depends on how you tell it, and I don't know how well they're going to do it in a well, I single think, film.
1: I think it's just going to be too rushed to make anything worthwhile.
2: It, it can work if it's something like... we When we talked about that, you know, it's probably going to be a Boba Fett film. Like, If you just make that yeah. as a straight chase film, don't make it any bigger than what it is. It's not Boba Fett saves the galaxy... It's not Boba Fett finds religion or any of that crap. (laughs) I want to see that film. (laughs) Boba Jesus. Um, Have you heard of this man who was immaculately conceptioned by the midichlorians? Let me tell you. Boba (laughs) Fett. Boba Fett. It takes place right after episode seven and it's Boba Fett in the church of Anakin. <laughs> he becomes a, jo- a
1: Jehovah's Witness kind
2: of Jehovah's Witness.
1: Jehovah's
2: Witness. It's just it's, it's Jehovah's Witness. <laughs> it's just two oh hours God. of him going. Where it, Where's it Witness? Where's <laughs> Jehovah's Witness? to my bed. Jehovah. Uh, no, two,
1: two hours of him just going door to door. Have you <laughs> heard, heard
2: about me? the Church of Anakin? His helmet has a yarmulke on it. that's what his helmet is (laughs) i hope jj abrams listened to this and takes some of these ideas jj feel free to steal any of these from especially Um, the especially the the teaser trailers oh god if i see that i'm just gonna gonna get up and just run around that they're like you acting like you wouldn't want to silly him or anything no it's just be you'd be so Uh, thankful (laughs) that would be (laughs) i'm a freaking genius um what are we talking about? Uh, the, uh, but if, you ma- if you make a Boba Fett film like a simple chase film, you know it's this is his his bounty and he goes after it and there's a small twist or whatever. But it, it's just straightforward. I think that would be a very cool, fun film. It lets you take take that universe and not really do anything super expensive with it. But you've got cool sets and you've got aliens and you've got creatures and you got whatever. The the Cam Kennedy one shots um, yeah. that. Rick Veitch, I think, wrote most of them, if not all of them. That's all they were, you know. It's Boba Fett chasing a guy who's in a circus. It's right. Boba Fett chasing uh, 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 um, a uh, a hut, you know, and they're very good in twenty odd pages, and that's perfect. And if you expand that into a film, I think that would be good. Or you do a. Boba you know, Fett, Boss, buddy cop movie that's based on uh, I'd go <laughs> Miami Vice. i I see that. See that. Oh, be amazing, <laughs> especially <laughs> if Boss is wearing the white jacket. Well, Boba <laughs> Boba Fett has the
1: mustache like on, on the front of the helmet.
2: Boba Fett and Boss in Dukes of Hazard, like, or like a to...
0: TV show, but it's Dengar and Sons. Oh my god, I'd watch that. <laughs> I would watch the. That'd that would be amazing. But yeah, it's um, just
2: it's. And, and, and don't I wouldn't do it with any of the main characters. I wouldn't do Chewbacca. I wouldn't do Han, and Luke. I wouldn't do Lando. Because I think your casting with it is so tough. Well, you, McGregor said that he wants to do a Ben Kenobi one. What do you think about that? Of course were, he does. If they were to do John Jackson Miller's Kenobi book, I'd be okay with it. Because, I mean, it's, it's a Western. That's John Jackson Miller basically wrote a Western that takes place in the Star Wars universe. And he right. uses Kenobi and Tatooine and the Sand People. Um, but it has all the tropes of a western done very well in my eyes, and it's it he John Jackson Miller really writes Obi One very well. There's a lot of internal dialogue. He's basically writing, uh, it's almost like a joke. But he's basically writing to Qui Gon, mm-hmm. you know, in, in his head, sort of thing. And and one of the interesting things that Jackson Miller does with this is he doesn't know that Vader is Anakin. Right. He just thinks that this this is uh, uh the Emperor's new apprentice and has no idea that it's Anakin, so it it takes place literally. I think that the opening scene is right after he delivers uh, Luke to to Beru and and, uh, Owen. and Owen, and so it's him like. Removing himself from the situation. He doesn't want to get caught up in these things, but he kind of has to because that's his personality as things start taking you know, He's like, I can't just sit back and watch people, watch these settlers get slaughtered by slain people, and also settlers slaughtering the slain people for no reason. Right. You know, that sort of thing. So, it, but it, the, the internal dialogue with it is great where he tries to remove himself from the situation, but he can't help himself. But it's also, how am I going to sit here for 15, 20 years watching this kid? What am I supposed to do? What am I doing here? I don't, I don't understand it. You know, sh- should I be here at all? Should I not be here? Am I going to draw attention? This stuff like that. I think that could be interesting, but it's really tough to do as a film. Right. Um, again, if you just make it an adventure, you know, if you make it his his trials, you know, fine. I've passed the. Here, here's your trial. Go for it. But are you going to do a major motion picture in the Star Wars universe as Obi Wan Kenobi fights a dragon, you know, or whatever <laughs> they decide the trials sure. be? I don't know. So, it, it, And doing a Yoda one would just be boring because he'd be meditating the whole time on, on uh, Dagobah. No, they just do like really early early Yoda as like a pimp. Badass. So you use the you, you use the old puppet that they... No, no, you someone? just go back like he's just smooth. He looks like... <laughs> he, he's like a gray. <laughs> he starts you know, like, out as a frog. He's, he's exactly a frog. <laughs> what do you think? Yoda's, he's Yoda's adventures on Dagobah. Oh, I'm so bored. <laughs> it's Kermit the Frog <laughs> he just, he as Yoda. He's Yoda like, looking out on a watch like, I got like 10 more years before Luke gets here. So to die, I am. <laughs> Ryan, there anything? I no want to be here. I do is anymore. there any uh, any of the one offs you'd like to see?
0: Um, you want the I would Death love Star to see one-off, Orlando one off, but is exactly like you just said, where he is just straight pimping through everything. <laughs> <laughs> he is you put just, him on a Lady
2: Luck, and he's just out. <laughs> Yeah, and he's
0: drinking Colt 45. And, well, yeah, do you, do you just... want like now Lando <laughs> with
2: uh, with uh, what's his Billy Williams being 275 pounds? Is that what is that what you're yeah. talking about? <laughs> yeah, I want to. see I that. mean, how do how do you cast someone to play Lando like young Lando? Who do you cast as young Lando? Yeah, Anthony Mackie, Kevin Hart. Uh, I was actually just, Oh the... God, no. no. <laughs> Who? No, you were <laughs> Kevin... not
1: under Kevin Hart.
2: The Rock. <laughs> no. <laughs> the Rock. <laughs>
0: It's just Kevin Hart talking about how hard his career is, and how hard he worked to be where he is. Exactly. As a
2: Cal Anthony Mackie would be a very good would choice. My choice to lose it. But yeah, do the Rock, and then you, you you re-release Empire again, where Han walks up and goes, "Damn, you look different. you got a lot smaller and a lot darker." The old scoundrel.
1: Well, he's a bodybuilder back in his day. That's why.
0: <laughs> i just like to see a one-off of the Sarlacc pit. <laughs> Two hours of just staring at it. They
1: did that on Robot Chicken, didn't they? <laughs> Where they, they were, like, inside the Sarlacc like pit. No, not inside. That, that one.
2: He's not saying inside. He's just saying just do an yeah, overview of yeah, that just would the, be the overview. start of the Boba Fett one shot. It's him getting out of the starlight. I have a feeling that's what you think. Gonna there's going to
0: be you think there's going to be any return of anybody? You think Darth Maul might make a return as the robot Darth Maul or Boba Fett? I, or, I think they've already or, explored or the of that, that. Or
2: I know there's none of that stuff that they've done before is canon. So, but I think it's been explored. Well, they said anything that's in the Clone Wars cartoon is canon. Now, oh, okay. okay, so you've got Darth there Fett. is oh, a rumor maybe. that the Inquisitor or. Someone from the Rebels cartoon will be in or have some kind of dealings with the new movie. So there will be some kind of connection between it. They, they mentioned the Inquisitor-type character. Um, if, they're, if they're going for the legacy piece where the, the, the Darth Krayt is revealed to be a character that you read about ten years ago. I don't, I don't know. If you're trying to set that up, I just think Rebels should be its own thing. And There's a rumor that Ventress might be in it. Yeah, that only—I I hate that idea too. Uh, yeah, I, I think I, I don't know if I really want to see anybody return. You know, into don't the... you want to see the Jedi return? <laughs> God,
1: why is it the start?
2: I, 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 thought the choice of bringing those classic actors in was a mis- was a mistake. I mean, who knows? Like I, I said, would I'm like moving. to see a Jedi Academy on Yavin Four. I just I don't think I, I I want it to be new. I want it to be in the universe. I didn't I don't need to see Luke and Leia and Han again. We've had so many stories with them and then we didn't for a long time because everyone focused on the Clone Wars and then they did again. But I don't know. I just do you not want to see anything from the EU only because, or mainly because you already know those stories, you've already lived those yeah, stories? I want do you want something I new. want something. Yeah, I want something new. I want something different. You know, if if they decide to go out into the frontiers and, and do the whole thing in in, in the uh, in the outer rim, and they don't do anything with whatever the New Republic or no Coruscant. no Coruscant, no whatever uh, government is governing the bulk of the galaxy. If it's none of that, if it's just this kind of band of characters and their adventure, I thought I think that would be cool. Do you want to see new planets, or do you want to see planets that have been established? In... Well, we know we're going to see Tatooine. You can't go more than a film without Tatooine showing up. So Tatooine <laughs> apparently is the center of the universe. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Speaking of liars, Luke is lying right there. There's a bright center of the universe. We're in the middle of it. <laughs> yeah. That's why it's so damn hot. <laughs> t- t- there's a lot of stuff. The state. most unlikeliest place has been in is what five of the six movies because it wasn't in it wasn't in empire it's in four of the six isn't it it's in one three it's in it's two in one three four it? yeah he goes back yeah he kills the... one two three for a second yes so yeah the only one that's not in his empire that's gonna be the new blu-ray hoth <laughs> is gonna be tattooing <laughs> they show up on tattooing <laughs> Um, Got cold here quick. <laughs> I mean, would you uh, see? I've always wanted to see like Orb Mendel and some of the others. I want, you know, I'd love to see them in a junk planet or something. What I'd love to see is a planet that isn't defined by one feature. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, this planet's completely made out of ice. Yeah, but aren't there zones? Nope, just ice, just ice. That's it. Nothing else. What about like going to yeah. Corilla? planet. No, and I just think fire planet it's, it's, <laughs> it's the way it is, is. it's all one this is the jungle this is the forest this is the ice this is the sand you know it's there's there's, there's more not variety, multiple environments There's more variety walking down a strip in vegas than there is in the star wars universe for where it's going i i just think if you want to do it new i, I just do it new just do all new places i mean real is luke gonna retire to tatooine that's the opening scene It's him just sitting on Tatooine, you It's the you know, Florida I mean, of the planet. I said He's, I was never going to come back here and I've been back here all the <laughs> effing time. He's sitting in Obi-Wan's hovel. Well, this is great. Thanks, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, any planets you'd like to see? Uh I'd say the pleasure planet no, from Star I've seen Trek, them all. but That's the wrong one. Yeah. Let's see.
0: I do I want, want, want to see, see I want to see I do want to see uh Jedi Academy on Yavin 4 though. That would be pretty rad but I don't know what direction they're going with the movie, so I don't really have anything there.
2: Would you like to see a Jedi, you know, like a, a, a full-on multiple Jedi, multiple Sith battle? No. No? No. I haven't seen, it. I really haven't we've seen gone, it. We've gone to... We went from kind of the individuals to there's a whole lot of Jedi and there's a whole lot of bad guys and there's a whole lot of saber fighting. And then... So, let's go back. I, so, I think... No sabers at all. I think my guess and again just a guess is it's going to be a more personal film yes yeah. so a personal trilogy well JJ's already made the it. comment of it's not going you're not going to see the big you know Coruscant type things you're not it's going to be I don't, the- I, yeah, I don't think I, I don't think you're going to see as much of oh this MacGuffin is going to blow up the center of the universe and we're all going to die versus cool. what I think you'll see is Marty we gotta do something about your kids <laughs> You know, I, I think He's it'll funny. be awesome. Ospre- like, I, I that would to- be awesome if Doc Brown shows <laughs> up. <laughs> Luke, we got to do something about your kids! Wow, this this car can fly? Yeah, we already have this, Doc. It's all over the place. The, the, the stupid thing that I had when I was a kid it doesn't have wheels. Um, I, I think the... I think probably the natural storyline, I think I said it at the front, it's going to be Luke's son or grandson turns out to not be a fantastic person. Mm-hmm. And... Han's yeah. kids, or whatever, or this group is going to try and put people together to okay. stop him before he does something that makes everything worse. Do you want to see Leia as a Jedi with a lightsaber? Maybe I don't know. Han. Han's gonna, Han's going to be a Jedi. We've already seen him with a lightsaber. Will no, get... Han's going to be a Jedi. He's going to be a straight up Yoda <laughs> Jedi, jumping off of, Ryan, do you all over the place. Do you want to see Leia with a lightsaber?
0: Uh, I've n- I've never wanted to see Leia with a lightsaber, <laughs> <laughs> ever. <laughs> like I I I don't know. I want to see Mara Jade really bad, but that's not going to happen.
2: So I, I I wanted to see Mara Jade very really bad too, and I think, you know, that's kind of your Luke who Luke should be with, you know. And and I guess that's just because of all the EU and everything. But to be me... so hard to
0: date in the, in the galaxy, you know, who knows who he's going to end well, yeah, up Luke with?
2: Just, yeah, like he could end up with his sister. Yeah, oh, wait. Oh, that should be it. You find out there's a third child. After watching <laughs> the, cu- the Notebook, the cutscene of a uh, of episode three is after the twins are born and everybody leaves. Those little the creatures. are just out like, another one? Oh wait, there's something else here. I'll oh, we'll just put this off to the side. And then Luke ends up kissing her too. Yeah, or him I'd say because, it's, the, yeah. it's <laughs> the other female character in the original trilogy, but there is no other female character in the original trilogy. <laughs> His sister is the chick who fires the ion cannon in Hoth. Because that's the only other girl that I think gets a line in the entire thing. <laughs> okay. This is the only so, um, to wrap things up, what do, we, what do you guys think about the fact that now Marvel has complete control over the comic book universe? Um, Iron, Iron Man's showing up in Star Wars.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, but I figured it out. If Disney bought Doctor Who... Then you could link Doctor Who. You could link the Marvel universe and the Star Wars universe through Doctor Who if they'd buy that. Stupidest idea. That's <laughs> uh, the dumbest idea ever. And they did a Star Trek X Men crossover. <laughs> okay, what do you guys think about um, the recent announcements that you know Marvel's going to be putting out new books starting January and come next April they're going to be putting out Dark Horse material. I, I called all of that. No, you didn't. That's exactly what I said. <laughs> you said it's not going to happen exactly. At all. I. You were like, oh, they're not going to do anything until November. And I said, screw you, Rich. They're we're releasing stuff in January and February. They're going to reprint the Dark Horse stuff right away. All I have to say what... is who called it? No, I, didn't. You, I was totally wrong. You were much closer to being right <laughs> if not right on. I was close, though. Yeah. As I say, you were much closer to being right if not right on. I, yeah. I think you said it was going to be early and you thought that they would do Dark Horse fairly early, too. I really didn't think they'd do Dark Horse at all for you thought Dark Horse stuff would just get completely written It off. would just – not written off, but it just wouldn't be – I don't think there's a – I don't know if it's monetarily in Marvel's best interest to reprint not only the Marvel stuff in these huge hardcovers, but the Dark Horse stuff while you're also trying to produce new stuff. <laughs> I just realized Mikey didn't have his headphones on. Well, he doesn't. <laughs> No, not really listening. No. Um, yeah, I, I mean, it's kind of a big slap. Because I mean, lot, I talked to Dark Horse. Got, you have a $125 hardcover. Yes. Which covers the first 40%. So I don't know if the later hardcovers are going to be smaller. But there's a lot in that first hardcover. And you're like, it only went 107 issues. Right. And the first 54 are in that hardcover. Um, so I guess they'll break up the other ones a smaller or whatever. Yeah. Uh, And you're going to release three new series in consecutive months. Mm -hmm. So by March, there will be three Star Wars comics on the racks. And in – what did you say they were going to release Star Wars stuff in April? April. Mm -hmm. So in April, you're going to have probably the second hardcover of Marvel. Correct, probably. I'm sure they'll do a Dark Empire, Dark Empire 2, Empire's End collection because no one's ever going to buy Empire's End any other way. And you're going to have three brand-new comics on the rack. Yes. That's a lot of Star Wars. Yeah. And, and you're, you're asking Star Wars fans to figure out where they're going to spend their money. If you're mildly disappointed in all three of those series, but you really want to read Dark Empire again, you go buy. The, are you going to spend your money on, on reprint stuff and stop buying the stuff? I just I don't understand the plan. I understand redoing the Marvel stuff that's their stuff. And that stuff hasn't been in print in full size in a long time and it's a way to get it all out there and get the annuals out and all that other stuff but i just don't understand the um doing the dark horse stuff so early i i kind of think and feel like it's to get it underneath their banner because you know a lot to, of that dark horse stuff is still readily available uh not as much as you think the well some i mean like the tales of the jedi the rogue squadron things like that aren't there's a lot of stuff out of print but it's easily available digital. Dark Horse has done tons of Star Wars sales digitally. Yes. And that was a question that got brought up um, was the Dark Horse stuff that's already been released digitally are they going are are the fans that purchased them going to lose them? One you know now that the switch the changeover's happened. You know meaning if you bought if you bought Star Wars comics digitally on Dark Horse, do you lose them now? And Dark Horse said as far as they understand you will not. Once you've bought that, it's yours. Well, the to other keep. question is, if you have that Marvel Unlimited where you can get every Marvel comic that's older than 6 months, will the Dark Horse stuff be included because they own it now? That's a, that's a very good question. And that I don't think question, I right? don't think anyone's gotten that far with it. Um, Ryan, what do you think about, you know, cuz you were, you've you've read the comic books, right? Yeah. What do you think about Dark Horse uh now being redistributed through Marvel or the, like the Dark Horse material Coming out um through the, I guess what they're calling it, the Legacy series or the Legendary series or something like that. I think Legacy is the the non-canon stuff. And well, yeah, it makes a lot of sense, and it's pretty much the
0: only way they mm-hmm. could have done it. I mean, their last hurrah was was absolutely amazing. uh I'm actually at one percent battery life, and I just looked for a charger, and I don't have it, so I'm gonna have to sign off
2: before. I- <laughs> well, we're getting ready to ra- we're going to wrap up anyways because we're right. uh, <laughs> we're at like one eleven now, so yeah. Um. Anything in closing of Star Wars you guys want you know that you're looking forward to or you're worried about or is there anything that you'd want to see coming out lots of midichlorians
1: <laughs> You want to do a whole series of midichlorians the whole,
2: There's just a being made up of midichlorians like just like little insects that really Yeah, I want to see it like like
0: midichlorians are taking over and like everyone's infected so everyone has force powers and there's like force doctors that are trying to fix everybody and they're like we can't solve this problem and then everybody just dies in the galaxy and then there's like the survivors and there it is there's star wars episode 12
2: so you want you want walking dead to be star wars episode 12 no no it's there's no zombie <laughs> effect would it's you want definitely... to see a, a walking or a star wars zombie they've done it i know i death mean as like the, yeah. death troopers whatever it was no it's terrible they also did it in the clone wars with the uh... oh yeah when they did that arc of here's our zombie here's yeah. our that was the halloween it was like the, was the zombie, the the monster it was on Geonosis. Yeah, but there was one more because it was like there was three things that they had. Yeah. Um, anybody else? got Anything Star Wars related? No. Ethan doesn't care about Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. Ethan's never seen Star Wars. All right, Ryan. <laughs> Seeing
0: Guardians of the Galaxy got me really excited for the next Star Wars. I, I, it was like it was probably the most fun I've had in the theater in a long, long time. Just being in those other worlds and I, you know, all hail J.J. Abrams. I think this next one's going to be a lot of fun.
2: Yeah, definitely. Uh, okay, Ryan. So tell everybody where they can go to find you and uh, find your art.
0: Vegas. You, uh, said you it? can find me on this podcast. Uh, you can see. You can find me on Twitter at Vegas Ryan. Really big on Twitter. Love Twitter. And Ryanbrunty Cool.
2: And um, I forget what's your what's your big character's name that you're drawing now.
0: Oh, in the sad yeti. Yes. Yeah, he's uh, doing some murals around Vegas and uh, working on LA. So hopefully you guys can see him soon.
2: Sweet. All right, as always, remember, Nerdables is on Stitcher Radio, which is a great way to listen to us on your mobile device. I know I say that every week, but it truly is. And you can catch us on SoundCloud, Blip.tv, and iTunes. And make sure you please leave us a comment. You know, Say happy birthday to me, at least, on uh, iTunes this week. Yeah, happy birthday, buddy. Thank you very much.
0: Oh, and I'll actually be at DesignerCon in November for in uh, Pasadena, so I'll have to come see you.
2: Yeah, definitely. We'll get together. We'll do something. Cool. Um also check us out at Facebook.com Nerdables and we'll uh we'll have some of the uh, Ryan stuff up there and links to Ryan and uh anyone else we got on here. No, Ethan doesn't have any links. Uh check us, check us out at, at Twitter at Nerdables Show and you can visit our links. website, nerdables.com, to listen to this podcast and every other podcast. So for not have links. I have links. <laughs> So for Chris, Ethan, Mikey, and Ryan, I'm saying, may the force be with you. Oh, my goodness.